What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Ken from Real Talk with Ken, and this is Real Talk with Ken. Coming at you again with another episode on this Friday, June 1st. Happy first of the month to everybody. I hope you had a good May. Looking forward to the kickoff of the um, summer. You know, we got 21 days until summer, and we can actually kick back and relax and enjoy the weather. But I don't know about you, but Plattsburgh has been getting some really good weather. Alright, so what this episode is about today is about the unemployment rate and how it went down, what it means um, for you as the individual, what does it mean for inflation, what is inflation, what is wage inflation. I'm going to break it all down for you today so that we are educated um, about it and how um, and how much, how much credit should Donald Trump really get for the uh, unemployment rate and how he actually, his actions... Like he's actually things that he's actually doing is actually really bad for the economy. So we're gonna get all into that right now. All right. So before we go um, into let's just, let's define certain things. Let's define what wage inflation is first. So wage inflation is is a wage as uh, a wage push. A wage push inflation is an overall rise in the cost of goods that result from a rise in wages. To maintain corporate profits after increase in wages, employers must increase prices. They may charge for goods and services they provide. What that means is basically um, the age-old uh, fight for $15 or livable wage essentially um, was always, has always been thwarted by the fact that they always say, well, if we raise, price, if we raise wages, we're going to have to raise prices on our citizens. Now, there's a lot of truth to that. Um, Oh, not citizens say wage prices on our consumers. Now there's some truth to it. Um, I found evidence that we even with it doesn't even matter if they was to raise their prices. If the consumer has more money in their pocket to buy their price to, to, to pay for them, they will ultimately pay for the good. Especially because that's the theory of supply and demand. If there's a demand and the people have money to buy your product, they will buy it regardless if you raise the price or not. Now, the other theory that combats that is, oh, well, the consumer will always want the cheapest price. I get that part. But we're living in a time right now where the consumer doesn't even have enough money to pay the current prices because they don't either have a job or have a, pay, a livable wage to pay to have a, a disposable income to even purchase your price, your product at the current price that they are, that they're at. And so we therein lies the... Um, where basically now therein lies like uh, the issue where wages and jobs, right? So right now the, the U.S. Uh, in May we added two hundred thirty-three thousand jobs, and um, basically that dropped our unemployment rate from like whatever four point two percent to like I think three point three point eight, which is the lowest it's ever been in years. And uh, what basically everybody's all, you know, happy about it, which is a good thing. It just means that it means that the economy is doing well. Profits are up because what happens is when CEOs get more money, they tend to add more jobs or when, or not when they get more money, but when they have more production and businesses booming, they're more inclined to hire more workers. Now, I'm indifferent about it because anybody that, that reads, that knows, studies economics, they know that, that um, unemployment and inflation is an inverse relation. There's an inverse relationship between the two. So what does that mean? What is an inverse relationship? An inverse relationship is when one thing goes up, the other goes down. 
and it's flipped vice versa. They don't go parallel or they're parallel, but when, they go in opposite directions. They're not parallel in the same direction. And so you, you look at uh, unemployment. So look at when unemployment goes down, inflation goes up. Why is that? Well, let me, let me look. Let me pull up some facts for you. I posted an article on my Facebook page, and in Millennials Talk Politics on Facebook, um, from um, Investopedia. And basically, when in, inflation, well, basically when inflation, let me define inflation for you really quick. Inflation is the rate at which the general level of prices for goods and services is rising, and consequently, the purchasing power of the currency is failing. Central banks, like the Federal Reserve, and of Deutsche Bank attempt to limit inflation and avoid deflation in order to keep the economy running smoothly. So therefore, what the, our central bank, the Federal Reserve, what they will do is raise the, raise the rate on the interest rate. So they will increase inflation to make sure that the prices stay, stay um, the prices either stay low or stay high enough to adjust. So anytime there's a drop in the unemployment rate, they will the Fed will raise its rate and it's actually scheduled to raise their rate um this month and as well as two three other times this year. And the Fed will raise their rate. And what that will do for the stock market is sort of detrimental because what happens when the Fed raises their rate, everybody jumps to bonds, goes to the bond market, which would then therefore the stock market will go will plummet a little bit. Well, today, the stock market is perform performing good because of the jobs, the job numbers that came out. So inflation, prices going up, wages, wage inflation means that the wage, if you, if you increase wages, then you have to increase prices as a business owner. That's so I define those two. So why I'm not so excited about the job, the unemployment rate is because, yes, it's great that we have tons and tons of jobs. But right now, we're thinking about quality of life for our citizens in America. Now, it's good that there's a lot of jobs to pick from because there's a surplus of jobs. But when you break down those numbers into, you know, mid-sector jobs, private sector jobs, high-end skilled jobs, mid-skilled jobs, and low-skilled jobs, you look at the, and the non-farm jobs, you think, you look at and you see that the wages, the wages is what really you, which is what you really care about as a citizen. You, you, you do you, does it matter if there's 20 jobs that's paying $7.50 an hour versus three or four jobs that are paying you $20, $25, $26 an hour, which is a livable wage that you can feed your family and have disposable income or a job that gives you good benefits? That's what really, that's what really affects you as the individual, you as the citizen. That's what really affects your um your quality of life so i mean and let me tell you i mean and you could level with me here on a human to human level do you really think do you really believe that having three four jobs that are pay you shitty pay um that pay you a shitty pay is is essentially a good quality of life where you can't raise your kids and you have three jobs and you're barely scraping the pot and going by that's what really that's, that's what really concerns me. I don't care about how many number of jobs we've added. If those jobs aren't quality jobs where the, the where the individual could find a job and freaking make a livable wage, and if those jobs are not providing wages and benefits that are keeping up pace with the cost of living, then you're in the same shithole that we, you know, you're in the same shit that you started with. You're not really. We try to. Our government needs to improve the life of citizens. Now. 
I don't know how much credit Donald Trump gets for that. I haven't looked into it. Um, a lot of analysis is going on right now, and I will come back to you on how much credit he really get, gets for creating jobs. I know for a fact I made a several videos on Facebook as well. I think one, no, I haven't made a podcast. One video on Facebook talking about how much credit he got for being uh, a couple months ago, being 4.2 or 4.8%, which is the lowest in 20, 16 years or 15 years. And, um, and it found, I found in my analysis that he didn't get a lot of credit for a lot of things that he did. In fact, what he's doing globally, as far as global trade, geopolitics, he's actually isolating America and losing, like I talked about in the credit, the credibility of America and making deals with his pulling out of the TPP, the pulling out of the new Iran nuclear deal, and of course, his new tariffs that he just imposed on Canada, Mexico, and other countries, um, on aluminum and steel now essentially starting a trade war he just signed those into law on thursday starting a trade war sending the stock market into another dip so basically what you have to understand about jobs though to talk about the unemployment rate when when the unemployment rate is is low essentially wages go down because of it's all supply and demand Economics, at least in our country, and I don't, I mean, economics overall is simply supply and demand. So when the unemployment rate is high, like let's say, or moderately high, between five and six percent, wages essentially go up. Why do wages go up? Because there's a high demand for, because there's a high demand for workers, right? Employees are more inclined to raise their wages to therefore incentivize. To therefore incentivize uh, people to come and work. When the unemployment is low, then they drop wages. Therefore, therefore, um, because and then hire more workers. It's all about balancing the books. When it comes to a business, and that's why I keep telling people: if you think big business cares about your family and cares about your benefits and your health care and and your bills, they don't. The the first and foremost. And for, sorry, the first and, mo- and utmost responsibility of a business is to continue to make profit and continue to str- and to advance their business. They can give if they have to cut a hundred workers to continue to innovate their business to compete in the market that they're attacking or that market that they sell in their product in. They will do so. If it means that they have to give you shitty healthcare or no healthcare, they will do so. So as the American people needs to not put their faith in big business to always that they that they that the big business at least in America I know other countries that do things differently at least in America have faith in their in, in the big business to care about your family and your benefits and your health you have to do it for yourself and you have to petition your government to do more for you because the government is responsible and has an obligation to you the American so what they do is balance their books. It's basically, it ha- it's all about balancing the book. If I pay my employees more, then I have to raise my prices on my consumers to continue to bring profits. Especially, especially business that have, businesses that have IPOs on the stock market, they have an obligation to a shareholder. That's why I push on this show as well as my show on when I do vlogs on Facebook to become a shareholder of the companies that you bought that that you consume from. So if you're a, if you like Nikes, buy Nike stock. This way. In this time, in this way, they have an obligation to you. Right now, as a consumer, they have you. They have no obligation to pay you dividends, to pay you interest, to do anything, to give you profits. They don't care about you when you're a bottom feeder. But when you are a shareholder, that means you hold a share of their company. You have ownership in the company. They are entitled to disclose information. They are entitled to give you dividends. They are entitled to give you 
um, profits and you're entitled to a piece of that profit. But when you don't do that and you're just a consumer, then they don't give a shit about you or your family or if you're just an employer. I mean, sorry, an employee. They don't give a shit about you. They will cut your job without a blink's eye. And they've multiple people have done this. I mean, uh, Mitt Romney, when he was running for president, was was um, suspected or they caught him. Actually, looked into his background and saw that he cut a whole bunch of uh, uh, workers in his Bain. I think it was his Bain company or some shit like that. It might not not have been Bain. Bain might have not not been the name. So please don't... Please don't scrutinize me here. But I remember, very frankly, when he's running against Obama in Obama's second term, they had caught him um, basically cutting his workers. And that essentially gave him a, gave him a, a, a was basically, it basically blighted his campaign. Because everybody was like, no, you're a big business, dude. You, you're a scumbag for what you did. They don't care. They will cut your, they will cut your job in a, in a, in a heartbeat. We're going back to the unemployment rate. So right now, the unemployment rate is low. Therefore, wages are low. Wages are low right now because it's an inverse in relationship between wages, um, low in the, the unemployment rate, as well as the um, uh, the inflation. And the feds will raise their hikes. So really, can we be happy that there's a lot of jobs to pick from? Yes, that's something we can hang our heads on and be very happy about. But can we... Can we really, can we really say we're out of, that our quality of life all of a sudden is now better now under this presidency when he's, when he's essentially damaging our, our reputation globally and geopolitically and starting trade wars in order to, to, in his rationale to increase jobs? Uh, I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't, I personally don't think so. Um, I'm happy that our unemployment rate is low, but like I said, it doesn't matter what the, how many jobs we have. It's the quality of the job. It's the it's the wage of the job. It's the benefits of the job, the benefit the benefits of the job that really matters to you and what you care about the most. Yeah, you, you, would you be happy making less than fifteen dollars an hour and being a, and being a low skilled worker? Yeah, some people we need we need those positions filled, and in fact, a lot of the middle skilled workers. I just read in Investopedia.com um, article I posted on Facebook. A lot of the middle skilled workers are being replaced by robots. So, and our GDP, if you think about our gross domestic product, how much we're producing, which is a very good indicator of how our economy is doing. We have a lot of jobs, but we're not producing. So, it's really not something that we can really hang our heads off over. I know conservative media is going to go crazy. Look at Donald Trump. Look how much he's done when our GDP was projected to be 2.3 and it's really 2.2. And he put, he, he uh, touted that he was going to get it to 3% and that's ridiculous. It was ridiculous when he said it, and it's obviously nowhere in our sight to have three percent, and not in, and not in four years. Sorry, Mr. President, you know. And uh, so, really, we're not producing. In order for a country to really be happy and believe to be content, and to really to be for us to breathe easy and say that we're actually doing well as a country, we have to produce, which we're not. And we have um, a very, very high demand for skilled labor workers. Hence why electricians get paid so much because there's not that many of them, which proves my point when I said when the unemployment rate is low, I'm sorry, excuse me, when it's high, the pay for that in that sector or in that in that 
field is going naturally going to be higher. The wage is going to be higher. But seeing that we don't have we have a shortage of skilled labor workers. Of course, if you sign to be a, to learn a trade, you'll have a job. Not not only have a job because there's a low pool. The the supply of heavy skilled, high skilled workers are low. But you'll also be paid very well. It's reason. It's also the reason why. Um, when you look at doctors, doctors get paid that much. Get, sorry, get paid so much. Why? Because there's not that many doctors. It's simple supply and demand economics. And this this episode is not really to denounce, or it's really to educate people and to not fall for the hype and the headlines of yes, we look at our country, we're doing so well. We have our unemployment rate is low. Yes, our unemployment rate is low, but you have to understand that when it comes to the strength of our economy, it's there's that's one little cog. You also have to look at the Fed, the Federal Reserve rate that's going to go up, inflation, prices, wages. You also have to look at, and overall, the GDP of our country, and not just the the GDP, but the GDP per parity purchasing power, meaning the purchasing power of the dollar that, that, that is our currency. These are all factors that you have to take into account when it comes to the strength of our economy. So, and the reason why I want to do this episode in particular is because people end up falling for the headlines and thinking, oh, look at Donald Trump and the Republicans. They're doing such a great job. Look at our economy. The unemployment rate is so low. Oh my God, 17 years. But when you look at what he's doing globally, trade-wise, and you look at the other factors that make up our the strength of our economy, you realize that we're not really out of the woodwork. Yes, are we out of, of, of a recession? Yes, absolutely. Look at our education. Look at all the other stuff that are ailing us in, in this country. You can't just follow the headlines and then go and vote by based off the headlines. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast to educate people and educate um the masses on okay, this is great. This is a good this is something that Donald Trump could, I guess, until I mean I'll see what the analysis is because it, it just the job report just came out today and I'll see what other people are saying about it and how much credit he should get and I'll do more research on that. But if, if indeed it was something that he has done, you can put that in the check column and I'll give him credit for it. Credit was due. I'm an independent. I'm not a liberal. I'm not a fucking conservative. Damn, I'm not a fucking conservative. But I will give credit where credit is due. So if you like this podcast, share this podcast. It's been really n- nice talking to you guys on this Friday. Um, I'm going to do another podcast, uh, another episode today, later on today, about the, uh, I wanted to make, an, I wanted to address, it's about race, and I wanted to address this whole um, people calling the cops on black folks. So stay tuned for that. Um, I'm going to be on later in a couple of minutes uh, or in a couple of minutes I'm probably going to release that by the end of the day my thoughts on that and now we're going to talk we're going to talk race now that we've talked politics and economics and finance we're going to talk a little bit of race all right so if you like this podcast comment below um feel free to reach out to me at realtalkwithken1 at gmail.com that's all one word no caps the number one at gmail.com realtalkwithken at gmail realtalkwithken1 at gmail.com if you want to reach out to me or if you just want to say hey dude you're doing a really good job really appreciate it Or if you want to be part of the show, reach out to me, man. Peace and love. Stay woke, guys. How's it going, folks? It's your boy Kenny from Real Talk with Ken. This is not a family-friendly podcast, so if you have children in the midst, please turn me off and listen to me later. If you enjoy this podcast, I need you to do several things for me. One, I need you to like, share, and subscribe. You could either free subscribe or subscribe for a monthly payment of a dollar. $4.99 $4.99 or $10.99. And essentially all of the proceeds for this podcast go will be going to the building to basically build this podcast and to spread this podcast as well as charity. I take no money. This is literally a non 
for profit um, podcast. I am not. I'm not in it for the money. I don't care for the money. I just want to spread truth, and that's pretty much it as far as that goes. And tell your friends about this podcast. Um, it would really help me and help. I think the purpose of spreading truth to America. So having said that, sit back, relax, take notes if you need, and enjoy the episode.